the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, of course, and welcome to Iron Real Estate. As you know, everyone loves real estate. Everyone likes to talk about it. It's been a topic that I've been listening to for 30 years, and there's always something interesting, and everyone can relate to it. So I love doing the show. Um, I like talking about real estate and how... The differences with national real estate as far as local real estate, although I think most markets around the country are pretty much kind of in the same place, um, which we'll talk about later because we're moving into market a little bit of a different market than we had during the pandemic. Um, I do and please have tell you we have a special guest joining us at 1130, which she's been on the show many times. Her name is Lois White. She's an expert, and she writes all about commercial real estate. And I thought, those of you who are interested in commercial, you need to know a little bit more about that because the market is changing and we all want to be prepared for that and know what to expect, although I don't think it's bad. Um, Of course, if you have any questions along the way, feel free to call us at 866-970-9622. And even if we can't get you on the air, we'll try to answer your questions through an email. So it's important that you leave your phone number and leave an email just in case we can't get you on the line. Ion Real Estate is sponsored by Citizens Bank, the place to go to for a mortgage or just get mortgage information. You should check out their website at citizensbank.com or call them at 800-922-9999. And by the way, I have my mortgage with them. Um, I must tell you that Citizens Bank has the name Citizens because that's why the bank was founded, to help citizens, regular people like you and me, and not just big corporations, or they do them too. Last year, Citizens was the third largest lender in the Northeast. You can easily find out more information at citizensbank.com, or you can call them 24 hours a day, even at 3 in the morning if you're an insomniac, at seven days a week, they're there for you, and they're there when it's convenient for you to call. And now it's, I'd like to um, introduce, I don't have to introduce him. He's been on me, my co-host and friend, Ace Wanasupar. Okay, he's been with us for how many years now, Ace? Oh, uh, Dottie, it's been nine years. Can you believe that? Uh, good morning, Dottie. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Ace. It's been such a long time, Dottie. <laughs> I know, I know. We have been together nine years, and when I tell you that Ace and I have been through, I don't know if I can't curse on I 
hell and high water. We've been through what I one day we'll tell you stories because we have been through things like that you can't even believe. Okay, things that I don't even know what we were gonna do. Okay, and we just worked together, figured it out, and uh, but you know what? That's that's what makes us better and good and better than the rest because. We lived it. We didn't sit in an office just making orders or ruling people or just telling them what to do. We lived it. And we've been in so many different markets and so many things have happened um, that I can't ever tell you. So, Ace, I, I I can't even say this because I will have tears in my eyes. I, you, although you have, you want to tell all our listeners who love you and email you and 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 and, and have heard you for nine years. Your little mess. Your little message. Uh, yeah. First of all, I just wanted to uh, thank you, Dottie, uh, for always giving me the opportunity. I still remember the first time I was on this radio show. I was so shy, couldn't even say a word. And uh, you've taught me so much, and our audience has taught me so much that it really is a one sort of big family, right? And uh, I think throughout the years. I've developed such an amazing relationship with our audience, and uh, it's going to be sad that, um, you know, I am announcing that I will no longer be on the show just because I am uh, pursuing uh, the next chapter of my career, and it's going to take take up a little bit of time. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I won't be available, Dottie. You know, I'll be back from time to time. And I just want to let everyone know the last nine years has been such an amazing, amazing experience, and I'll never, never forget it. You know, experience I charged. And we will never forget you. And I'm not saying goodbye either, Dottie, right? So um, I will always be here if anybody has any questions whatsoever. But I do want to, you know, I'm happy passing down, down the torch to uh, literally uh, a brother from another mother, Dottie, right? Um, he's been with me over 10 years. Um, so insightful, so knowledgeable in the mortgage, uh, not only mortgage, but just all things. He was a, um, you know, um, he, he did, did medical before he got into the mortgage business. So he's extremely, extremely intelligent. And uh, that's Tom Drew. He's a regional vice president uh, for Citizens Bank. Um, l- literally uh, was with me uh, for over, I would say, 10, 10 plus years now. And he's he's been through hell and back with me. Same thing. Uh, same experiences with Dottie, and uh, you guys are, are definitely sure. in for a treat. He's going to be amazing. Um, but I just wanted to let everyone know that, um, you know, I will miss them dearly. Uh, but like Dottie said, this is a goodbye. I just have to take care of a couple of things in my career right now. And uh, I'll always be Ace, I love you. I'm not going to miss you because I'm going to still see you. And... Um, Enjoy. I mean, it's so sad. It's the end of the summer, and I'm like, oh my god! Like before, you know, it, it's back to school, and the summer's over. Time just flies. But Ace, whatever you do, and wherever you go, we know you're just. You know, I know you'll be better than terrific. I knew that from the day I met you. So Ace, I love you. Not saying goodbye and to all our audience. Ace isn't saying goodbye. He'll come on from time to time, but he's leaving it in. Such great hands because uh, we both want to now. And I don't know if we have to introduce him. He's been on our show many times before, uh, but it's my pleasure. 
and it's Ace's pleasure to introduce the vice president of um, the tri-state area. He's the regional sales manager at Citizens Bank, our friend and colleague, Tom Drew. Hi, Tom. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Dottie. Hi, Ace. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm really excited to be here, but, uh, you know, I'm also uh, a little sad today because I know Ace is, uh, you know, moving on. And uh, But, you know, Ace and I have been together for such a long time. He's been a, a leader, a mentor, and, you know, most of all, you know, a great friend to me and to you as well, Dottie. I mean, we've We've shared so much together, and I know. <laughs> I'm super excited for Ace. I really am. I'm so excited for Ace, and, uh, you know, I'm here to support him in any way. And it is not goodbye. It is until we see you again. And uh, But thanks so much for the opportunity to be part of the show, and I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, well, so am I. So I was signing off with Ace. Love you, Ace, and have a good rest of the next two weeks of summer. Okay. And, Tom. Before we really get started on, you know, the, the financial market today and what's going on, I'd love you to tell our listeners a little about how you started your career, what made you go into the the mortgage business. Tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, so I'd, I'd love to share. Uh, you know, hopefully uh, some of our listeners can relate. I was, uh, at, this was over 20 years ago, I was working uh, for the city of New York, I was a hospital administrator and, uh, you know, kind of dealing with the challenges at that time in that space. And I was just looking for more. And I was looking to sell a property and buy a property. And I was introduced to a loan officer um, by the name of Norman, who uh, he's still in the business today. And when I sat down with him to go over the financing for the purchase, he was like, you know what, I think you'd be great as a loan officer. And at first I laughed and I said, well, that sounds crazy. Um, but he says, no, I, he goes, I, I think you understand, you know, what you need to do. And, you know, you know, you know how to work with people. And, and at the time, you know, I was saying to myself, well, that's kind of crazy, but I thought about it for a few weeks. And after I closed, I reached out to him and I'm like, were you serious about that? He goes, yes. He's like, I'm going to show you the ropes and, and get you started in the business. And, you know, I took a big leap of faith at the time. I, I had um, my son was uh, like two years old. My daughter was on the way. Um, and, you know, everyone thought I was crazy, but I knew in my heart that, that I could do it. And I, I just, I, I didn't look back. I nailed the back door shut and I just moved forward. And, and the rest is kind of history from there. Yeah, you know, and that's so important for all of us to remember because, First of all, that's like a big transition in the sense that it was a completely, completely different career that you had prior. So it's like going to almost an unknown spot. And I think most of us sometimes get stuck in a place and we're in there and we're staying there. And I think it's a good idea to always keep your ears open and be in and be around different people because you never know how things uh you know how it occur, and the same for me. You know, Tom, I never wanted—I never even thought about being in real estate. Um, I went to um, school, and in my day, um, you know, you became a social worker, a teacher. But I really wanted to be a teacher, and uh, unfortunately, I 
ended up getting um, divorced, and so um, I met my 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 husband, um, who was an attorney, who I was dating, and he said, you know, you would be great in the real estate business. And I said, real estate? Well, why would you say real estate? He said, oh, you have a big mouth. I don't know. He just said, I just think you'd be great in it, okay? I do have a big mouth. I can talk forever. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I, I heard it, but I didn't take it too seriously. But then we, you know, over time, like you, we talked about it. And you know what? I took the plunge the same way. I just left what I was doing. And I took, at that time, they didn't have any courses for real estate. They gave you, they sent you this, you applied for your real estate license and uh, New York State would send you this little white book that if you didn't, it was almost like reading Greek. It was just so, it wasn't like broken down so a normal person could read it. But I memorized that book, um, you know, and it was on, you know, all the stuff that they're going to teach you on real estate. And I remember things like riparian rights, which people really don't use much, but that's like water rights and all these technical yeah. things. Okay. Um, and then I ended up going. Um, Merrill Lynch was coming into the business, and they were basically in the stock market. And um, they decided that they would, you know, they had a bank. And they decided, hey, why don't we, you know, sell, have multiple income streams from our customers. We can sell them stocks because in those days, in the 80s, you know, Merrill was it. The bull ruled. And um, we're going to go into the real estate business. And I read in the book, and believe it or not, they didn't have the Internet then, so I guess you had to read books to find that information. You couldn't Google. I found out, I read in the book, and it said, you are better off working in the mailroom if the people that make the decisions are close than being in a place where the people that make the decisions are nowhere near you. So I found out. Um, where the head of Merrill was was at, and it was in California somewhere. I didn't have a lot of money, but I saved up. I flew to California. Of course, the George Rathman, who was running um, the real estate division, who was just started, they just started that division, was there. And I, of course, he's not going to take an appointment with me. I don't know who he is. He doesn't take. He was that big that he didn't take appointments with people that worked for Merrill Lynch then. And I just went to the office, and the secretary said, well, you don't have an appointment with him. He's not going to see you. So I said, well, okay, but I'm just going to sit here. You never know. And she she went to the ladies' room for a second, and I just walked into his office. And I said, I know you're going into the real estate business, and I could be really good and I read in the book that you have to go to the top. And I said, I would be great. I will learn everything. And you know what? The man kind of looked at me like, first of all, like I was crazy. And then he looked at me and he kind of put a grin on his face. And he smiled. And he said, come on in. Let's talk. And that's how I started my career with Merrill. And then, of course, you know, and I loved every minute of working at Merrill. It was a great company to work for. And I learned. Because, you know, if you go back 30 years, Tom, 
real estate was very local. So, like, you had to have a real estate office in the town that you were in. And I learned from being at Merrill, um, you know, a much more global perspective of real estate. And uh, they were very big on that the people that work for them are their assets. And if they believe in you, they really spent the time training you and learning. And I went to every course that they had. And then, of course, they sold. And Prudential took over. And, uh, well, although Prudential was a huge company, I, I was so, so loved Merrill that I was so sad. But as it turned out, Prudential became a great partner, um, and we worked. And I worked with Prudential for years and years and years. Actually, we were called Prudential Long Island Realty. I wasn't even in the city then. And then Merrill decides they're getting out of the mortgage business. So, so we ended up with Citizens, and Citizens was great, and we've been great partners ever since. And so. You just never know. And for me to be in the real estate business again like you, it was totally something I never anticipated. But it just goes to show you, you just never know where life leads you and that you should always be open and that you don't have to take something. But if somebody wants to talk to you about something or sometimes go to different things that are different than what you do, you just never know um, how things happen. So here we both are today, and I'm thrilled to have you. Um, as my co-host for the first hour, and um, I'd love to talk a little about today in what's going on because I, you know, we're in. I was just on one of the shows on Fox, so I think it was Neil Cavuto, and they asked me like, "What's going on?" And the NAR came out with, you know, a report that you know everything is down, 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 and we're comparing the last two years of real estate. Okay, for example, the NAR, which released their um, July existing home sales data Wednesday, and this is national now. It's not about the tri-state. The existing home sales retreated by 5.9% in July. Properties remained on the market 14 days. So that's so low because, you know, that's not a lot at all. Existing home sales fell for the six consecutive months. Um, now, when you hear home sales fell for the six consecutive months, you kind of think that they're really going down. But, hey, Tom, do you remember when you first heard about the pandemic? Oh, yeah. It was, and, and initially home sales plummeted, right? Like they... Yeah, they fell bad. They went to no, they they fell so badly. I didn't. I was kind of what's going to happen. I mean, like what you know? Did you ever expect that the pandemic would cause a surge in real estate like I have never seen in thirty years? No, but if you you know take a look back and see what you know the path of of the, the quick rise. I mean, people wanted, home became so important, right? Having right. a home Hold and on, having a um, We are doing a commercial. I want to finish that story. Okay, but we're right back. We have to take a quick commercial break.
Buying a home requires a lending partner who can help you navigate through the mortgage process. A Citizens Bank loan officer can help answer all your questions and help you select the products you need in a clear and personal way. So the next time you have a question about home financing, call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. For more information, go to surroundnewyork.com. That's surroundnewyork.com. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face-to-face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth. More than just a vacation, this meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral-rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Associate, Investigations and White Collar Defense, New York, New York, sought by law firm to represent corporate, individual, and institutional clients across a range of industries, including technology, telecommunications, construction, consumer goods, oil and gas, entertainment and financial services in domestic and international antitrust litigation, anti-corruption investigations, and other commercial disputes. Must possess a JD, LLM, or LLB degree. Foreign degree equivalent is acceptable. Must be eligible to 
to be admitted to the New York State Bar, must possess two years of experience as a law clerk and associate attorney practicing in the area of investigations and white-collar defense. Two years' experience must include providing legal advice and support regarding aspects of Brazilian and Latin American anti-corruption, money laundering, and fraud investigations, and include representing public and private companies in litigation cases involving commercial, securities law, intellectual property, antitrust law, and fraud white-collar crime. Experience must include litigating claims worth over $100 million. Email resume and transcript to Morrison and Forrester, LLP, tcorona at mofo.com, referencing job code IAWCL. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. So we're back, and I'm here with Tom Drew, and we're talking about, hey, mortgage, how we both got into the business, and what's happening at this current moment, because everybody's hearing so many things. You're hearing recession, you're hearing not, we're in a recession, we're not in a recession. Uh, But I will just tell everybody that we, a normal supply of inventory, like that you would have available of homes for sale, is about six months. Um, And we're nowhere near that, right, Dottie? We're nowhere close to six months. Not even close. We have a three-month supply which is very low, okay? So, because then everyone's saying, well, interest rates went up so much. What are the interest rates now, Tom, for a, uh, let's say, conventional? Yeah, 30-year fixed uh, conventional right now is in the mid-fives, five and a half as of uh, Friday. So uh, that's historically very, very low at five and a half. As I was going to say, now, obviously, two years ago, they were uh, a little under three, then they were three, so that is a big difference. But truthfully, when I used to hear that 2 or 3%, I was like, are you kidding me? Um, you know, I think I've said this already. I bought my first house when the interest rates were like, I think, 15% or something of that sort. And so I took an adjustable mortgage because I'm not going to pay that for 30 years, and I just waited until they came down again, and then I refinanced. Um but historically, we are still at very low interest rates, and we still have really very limited supply. So we have more buyers than we have inventory. So when you have more buyers than you have inventory, you are going to still be in a seller's market. Now, the market is cooling, and when you read the papers, I don't know, to me, when you read the papers, if you don't know any better, it sounds like it's the end of the world. But truthfully, we still have historically low interest rates and very limited supply. Um, I, we will not see the price appreciation that we've seen in the last two years, which was insane. It was up anywhere between 14, I think, and 20%, depending on where you live. So that's crazy. Um, and that wasn't so sustainable just, at all. Yeah. What do you think? So don't you think we're just returning to kind of, we're starting to kind of readjust to a more normal a normal normal yeah. market for sure and you know you could still see if a home is priced right a tremendous amount of buyer interest right multiple offers um you know and i always like like to look at it in terms of a gauge and temperature you know 100 degrees out is extremely hot but 85 is still pretty warm right and so i think if the if you want to kind of put it in an analogy, the market is went from 100 to about 85, which is still, you know, very warm. You go right into the water when it's 85 degrees out and not worry about it. And that's kind of where we are right now. So I think as the yeah. housing inventory moves up, um, that will afford 
people opportunity to maybe, you know, find the house that they, you know, really desire, right, in, in the location or whatever it is, as opposed to maybe just having to take anything that was available on the market? Well, I don't even know if you got a chance because they used to be 50 bids. I mean, and so, you know, kind of like if you happen to have all cash, you won. Uh, I think that sure. um, by all means, and I'm telling everyone, there's no fire sale going on. But you might, as a buyer, have a little bit more flexibility, which we'll talk later on the show, you know, in, in at least making a little bit of a negotiation where um, I'd say for the last year or so, uh, you know, there, there was no negotiation. The people were paying 100000 The people were paying well over the ask price. It was kind of like a frantic move because I think the pandemic made people realize how important their home was. Um, you couldn't go out. You were stuck, so you saw all the faults in your home. And then people needed space or they needed places, you know, because we worked at home, so they were looking for more things. And you saw a real estate market that I've been in the market 30 years that I've never seen before. And unlike, what was that? We had the recession in 2000, was it seven or something like that? The banks didn't allow you to put, you know, nothing down. I mean, you know, when I bought my first home, um, you know, if you had good credit, you know, you could just put 25% down and they didn't care what you made, but they didn't check your income. Right. So uh, they stopped doing that a long time ago. So most people that bought houses have put a fair amount of equity in. And if you're a, and if you own the house, even though the prices are cooling and they're not going to go up 20%, your equity had to go up by a decent amount of money. So it's still really a good time, and interest rates are still low. And rents are off the wall, so it's not like you're going to be saving any money in rents. They're off the wall. So I really think that it's important for everyone to talk to Tom or someone at Citizens or a bank and see what you can afford and get out there. I mean, it's, it's you know, people say, actually, for a buyer, you're going to have a little bit more negotiation room. I just want to take a quick break. I think we have a caller. Do we have a caller on the line? No? Well, we did. Maybe they hung up. Um, if we don't get to you by any chance, you can just email me, and we will make sure we answer your question. Um, by email, we'll personally call you. So now let me ask you something. We talked a lot about this, you know, many a day, but I think it's still so important that before people are, you know, before you actually make your process of actually looking for a home, that you make sure you get qualified and you know what you can afford and what the bank will lend you. And not only that, you do it for your own good, but it's also a bargaining thing when you're doing, when you're talking to the seller, when you're making an offer to say that you have uh, a pre-approval, okay, and that you're approved is a lot more powerful yeah. than saying, listen, I'm going to make this offer, and then I'm going to apply for a mortgage and hope I get one. You know, that, that right. there's not a lot of security in that. So, Tom, could you tell us the difference? Because this always gets confusing to people. What is the difference sure. between a pre-approved mortgage and a pre-approval mortgage versus a pre-qualification. 
Yeah, I think that there's a very distinct difference, and it's important to know um, the difference between the two. And obviously not having, you know, nothing at all is probably the worst thing you can do. But um, so pre, pre-approval is basically when you speak to the lender, you're allowing the lender to look at your income, your assets, and your credit, right? So they're reviewing all three of those very important uh, pillars of getting a mortgage, right? Your your income is critically important to see what you can qualify for. Your assets determine, you know, how much money you can put down on the property. And then, of course, your credit um, determines, you know, the interest rate you're going to pay and whether or not you actually can get a mortgage in the end. Um, and so that's those are three critical components of getting a mortgage. Now, a pre-qualification in many cases is really just having your credit pulled by a loan officer and then having a conversation about your income and your assets, but not having any of that verified. So, uh, you know, what we find is sometimes with pre-qualifications, when everything is ultimately verified, uh, there could be some big discrepancies between, say, the conversation versus the actual, you know, documentation. And that's where those things can, can kind of trip you up. So definitely right. recommend the, the pre-approval over the pre-qualification. Absolutely. Now, to get a pre-approval, Tom, you need pay stubs from the past 30 days showing a year-to-date income, two years of federal tax returns, two years of W-2 forms from your employer, 60 days or quarterly statements of all your asset accounts, which include your checking and savings as well as any investment accounts, such as CDs, IRAs, other stocks or bonds, any other current real estate holdings that you might own, and your residential history for the past two years, including landlord contact information if you rented. Now, as a seller, if you, okay, because if you're a seller, what that means to you is that if somebody has a pre-approval that the lender has already done its due diligence and is willing to loan this buyer the money. Plus, you get an official letter from your lender saying that. So, Tom, you issue that to a, a, a person. Okay. Yes. Yes, we do. You do we issue those. And, uh, I want to talk about and, that. And I yeah. want to talk about what the seller should know when they're accepting that offer. Um, I think we're coming up for a commercial soon, so I don't want to start something and get I don't want to get in the middle of it and then have a commercial. But I'd like to talk about that, and I want to tell the sellers what that means to them because that's pretty thats pretty much a very solid deal. It's not all cash, but it's close. We're going to be right back, and we're going to talk to the pluses of having a pre-approved mortgage for the buyer and for the seller. We'll be right back with Tom Drew and myself after the commercial break. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Friends, imagine you're relaxing on the sky deck of a beautiful yacht as it cruises through the New York Harbor. The iconic skyline creates a picturesque backdrop as you sit back with your feet up, taking in the sun and the scenic views, finding refuge from traffic that plagues the tri-state area on board a tranquil cruise. Does this sound like an impossible dream? 
All of this can be your reality on board the Atlantis with New York Cruises. Fully insured and Coast Guard certified, this three-deck yacht is family-owned and operated with over 40 years of boat building and marine experience. Captain Fred and the Atlantis will make any event a great time. Comfort, luxury, attention to detail, it's what the Atlantis and New York Cruises are all about. Experience the sophistication of cruising around Manhattan in style on your wedding day, birthday, anniversary, corporate event, or for no occasion at all. Just call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com. MyPillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. The MyPillow Percale sheets are available in a variety of colors and all sizes. Now on sale, for example, the queen size, regular price $89.98, now only $39.98 with your promo code. Order now, as there is a very limited supply. The MyPillow Percale sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. The MyPillow Percale sheets come with a 10-year warranty and a six. 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code AM970 to receive the MyPillow percale sheets for as low as $29.98. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. That's 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. Now, almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The following is a paid political announcement. Sunday mornings just got a lot more interesting. Be sure to tune in to Frankly Speaking with Frank Palata, Republican House candidate for U.S. Congress representing New Jersey's 5th District. Frank will be discussing the issues of the day that affect everyone. The economy, crime, veterans affairs, seniors, border security, and much, much more. Don't miss it. Frankly Speaking, Sunday mornings at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. This is Frank Palata, and I approve this message. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Eye on Real Estate. I'm here with my co-host for the first hour, Thomas Drew. Um, And we were talking about pre-approvals and pre-qualifications, what the difference was, and what the benefits are to the buyer or seller of having a pre-approval. But before I finish, we finish talking to that, I think we have a caller, so I'd like to take, I think it's Tony. We lost you before. Tony, good morning. Hello, and welcome. Daddy, I hope you can hear me this time. I just I had some can. questions. 
And I have I some questions on your expertise. This was pal. First of all, you know, in the late 70s, early 80s, there was high interest on the housing, but the houses were reasonable. But now, after that, the regular revolution, the prices came down, but the, uh, and they were still reasonable, and the interest rates came down. At one time, they were like 1979, 80, 81. There was 22% interest. Now, right. it's not supposed to be in a recession, and this, if it's not recession continues, how will it affect the, uh, you know, the housing prices, the interest rates, and especially the fact that the banks are going to raise the interest a tiny bit, and federal Social Security is supposed to raise an increment, costly increment. Well, that's a good question, Tony, and obviously it's a totally different ball game than it was 20 years ago, okay? Um, and, 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 and although prices were obviously less 20 years ago, uh, you're talking about 15% interest rates, which was, you know, I, I, was, which was really high. So, you know, and, and, you, and look, everything goes up in 20 years, not just houses. But we had an exceptional two years where um, I, I just can't even tell you. There's no inventory, and people just, just were – I've never seen such a market like I've seen in the last two years. And I think we're in a great market now. I think it's returning to a more normal market. And the difference, as Tom will tell you, is in those days, you could get a mortgage. If your credit was good, 20 years ago, 15 years, whatever it was, you could get a mortgage by putting 25, maybe you had to put 20 or 25% down, and your credit had to be good, but they didn't check. You didn't even have to have a job. You could say, you know, there was no... Income check, it was just they checked your credit. You could get a mortgage by saying, and tell me if I'm wrong, Tom, hey, I yeah. make a million dollars. They checked your credit. They never checked if you made that money or not. So it was very different. Today, people, they, they, didn't, they don't do that anymore. I mean, they definitely check your income. So a lot they of people, right? So a lot of people that, you know, got in, got in when they really weren't qualified, they didn't have the income. So I don't think you're going to see that today. And as we said at the beginning of the show, first of all, there's only a three-month supply of inventory. And that's we're talking nationally now, but it's pretty much close to, other than a few cities, I think Las Vegas and uh, uh, I, I, well, I, I have, I, I remember. So I, I think that, and I think that when you look at the interest rates now, if you kind of look at historically, they're still low. They might not be two and a half. What were they, Tom? What were they at the lowest? They were two something. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, they they got down to just below two and a half percent uh, at yeah. the low point. Now, so thought, you know the old lifetime, saying: they're not making any more land, right? You know, they're not right. making any more land, and and the population has grown tremendously since you know twenty, thirty years ago, right? And so you have all those other factors at play too. Um, besides the fact that uh, incomes have also gone up over time. So, you know, there's still a huge number of people that, that want to own a home, right? Well, and you have the millennials, and one, one of the shows will get into that, which is the largest buying population, and they believe in home ownership. And you have the generation after that, which is, I think, Z, or I think it's Generation Z, who are coming up, and they believe in home ownership. And if you look at the rents, Tony... The rents 15, 20 years ago were nothing compared. The rents are ridiculously high now. Um, 
So I always tell people, if you um, really, really want to buy a home, that you need to save up. You need to plan that. You need to see a mortgage person and find out what you would qualify and, you know, know kind of what you need. Um, Then you should find out the different kind of mortgages because you don't have to take a 30-year mortgage. Um, Tom, if you took, you know, a 30-year mortgage is good if you want to live in a house for 30 years. And if you look at statistics, most people don't anymore, okay? But you could get an adjustable today, which like maybe a three- or a five-year adjustable. What are those those kind of rates looking like, Tom? I mean, they're at least a percent lower, if not more, than a 30-year fix. And the average lifespan of a mortgage is about seven years, right? So um, that seven-year arm usually makes a lot of sense um, for people that, you know, they think in their minds, oh, this is my forever home. But, hey, your family keeps growing. Your needs keep changing. And so, hey, every seven years, people are doing something, right, whether it's you know, selling and buying or refinancing for one reason or the other. So, you know, 30-year fix doesn't always make uh, sense for everyone. No, I mean, it did, I, I think it did years and years ago, and it makes sense, look, at two whatever they were, at two something, hey, I would definitely have gone for a 30-year mortgage because those rates are so low. If you lock in at them, you're not going to find rates like that. Um, but they're still low today, and if you're a first-time buyer and you want to get in, and I always tell people, you got to start somewhere. you got to eventually get into the game because, and I'm giving you my opinion, unless you really don't think, if, you know, you're not, you don't want the responsibility of a house, or maybe you think you're going to be relocating in the next year or two, or you're not sure if your job is going to be, um, if you look at rents, you, you know, it's like taking money and throwing it away. I mean, and I don't say that it's not good for everybody, and I don't say to buy just to buy, but when you think about it, okay, it really just makes sense. And if you cannot afford, you can always get an adjustable. And those rates are running, as, as Tom just said, about a percent lower. So what can you do? You think you're probably going to get them at four or something? I, I, I'm yeah, not say sure. low fours. Somewhere in that range, you know, yeah, four and a quarter and, or four and a quarter. Yeah, and like big difference, right? And if you look at the other than the last two years, when did you see those kind of rates? I don't know. I don't remember anything at four for for I don't ever. Um, you know, we were talking to Ace about it. We never got to this subject, and I just wanted to know your opinion on it because I read that now that there is actually even a forty-year mortgage, which obviously. Uh, that some lenders offer, um, and a 40-year mortgage means that if you made all the payments and scheduled without making extra or bigger payments towards the principal, uh, it would take 40 years to pay off the home, which, you know, and you, you think you're going to be in there 40 years, and um, there might be interest, uh, there's interest-only loans, but a 40-year Mortgage can be fixed rate mortgages where your mortgage payment stays the same every month, and um, you just have longer to pay it off. So I'm not saying every lender is, but there's so many options. Um, you know, if you don't take, you can take um, interest only. You can take adjustables. Um, 
What about PMI, uh, private mortgage insurance? What do you what do you what are you thinking about that, Tom? Well, uh, you know, PMI uh, would be for someone who's putting less than twenty percent down. Uh, it's an it's an insurance policy that uh, protects the lender in case of default. But you know, so even if you're only putting five percent down or ten percent down, you can still get financing on the home with PMI. And in many cases, uh, with the values having gone up and will continue to steadily increase, within a few years, you can get the house reappraised and the PMI would then come off your mortgage. So uh, for many people, especially in the last few years who took along with PMI, it's off already. You know, it's, it's gone because the houses have appreciated so much. Absolutely. And so when we're talking about down payment, let's face it, it's hard to save money today. Everything, especially with the cost of living and inflation and and everything costs a lot, it's really hard to save up that down payment. Of course, as I always tell you, if you could go to the bank of mom and dad, that's your best bet. But if you don't have the bank of mom and dad, like I never did, then you're going to have to save it. And you don't always have to put 20% down. Um, so what Tom is talking about is a mortgage that you're putting less than 20% down, but as long as you qualify and you have good credit, because remember, credit is king. And no matter what they're quoting you as rates, if your credit's not great, you're not going to pay that rate. You're going to end up paying a higher rate. So, uh, so if you are short, okay, then you talk to someone like Tom and um, you don't have to put, then you can put 10% down. And as Tom said, or you can even put 5% down. As soon as you reach where you would have put 20% down, that little extra amount of money comes up because they charge you how much for PMI, the little extra on the mortgage payments, right? Yeah, it depends on uh, the the amount of money you put down, how much you're borrowing. Uh, but, you know, it could be, as little as, you know, $50 a month to several hundred if you're taking a very large loan with PMI. But um, it's certainly a calculation we can provide to uh, to the borrower up front so they know what they're looking at. Right. So my advice um, for people who are thinking of buying is, you know, first of all, you know, look at your rents because rents are like, what the wall, I think I told everyone they were around $5,000 with an app. Uh, you know, they broke records with rents in Manhattan. Um, but if you're thinking and you're not sure whether you want to rent or buy right now, um, and every situation is different. So, you know, there's not one size fits all. You have to look at your personal situation and also kind of how you want to live. Some people say, you know what, I'd rather put everything down and sacrifice not going out so much but we want to be in the house, and some people are not willing to do that. So you have to look at your financial situation and your needs. And I think we always say it's not almost how only – you don't look at only what you can afford. What are you comfortable with paying every month? Um, and, of course, if you're buying your home with somebody else, obviously you both have to try to talk about that. And I suggest you do that before you come to the real estate office because I have seen so many people – have fights and argue over things because they really didn't have that conversation before. And, you know, do a financial checkup on yourself or, you know, if you're buying with somebody else, you both should. Um, And ask if you're fine, you know, ask yourself, are you ready to own a home? 
Um, that includes not only having enough uh, money to put for a down payment, but you have to have some emergency savings because when you buy a home, there's always something that goes wrong. I mean, you just have to know that. You should also, you know, have enough monthly income to afford mortgage payments, taxes, and you should know the taxes and maybe double-check them, as well as some, you know, expenses for the utilities, you know, water, oil. Um, obviously, before you even apply for a loan, I'm sure, Tom, do you tell people to have the credit check first before you apply for a loan? Absolutely. I mean, and you can check your own credit. Um, just to make sure that there's no, you know, issues on there before going to a lender, right? You can correct it ahead of time. And I, you know, I, I, I suggest people do that. Um, even if they think they're perfect, it doesn't hurt to check it yourself. No, you should always check it. As a matter of fact, I just heard something. I, I can't remember where I read it. I read something that somebody, one of the credit companies made a mistake um, on people's credit. And so, you should check it because even if you think that you paid every bill on time and everything, you really never know. Sometimes they make mistakes, and there might be Correct. something on your credit report that, you know, was a mistake, and you wouldn't even know it. And then when you go apply for a mortgage, you don't get one, or you get one at a higher rate. I remember on mine there was um, maybe a credit card that I just never took, or maybe I had to pay for it and I didn't take it. And it was on my credit report. And, it, you know, it wasn't a big amount of money, but it was just, you know, I didn't have the, you know, it just made my credit low, you know, score lower. So you always want to do this beforehand, okay? You know, before you start looking, it's really, and, and then when you're looking and you know what you can afford and you know the types of mortgages, and by the way, Tom, when people want to really learn, if you don't really, you can always call or somebody at Citizens, and they will really help you go through it, okay? And then you'll check your credit because you don't, if there's any mistakes on it, or maybe it would help you, you could borrow more money if you paid off that car payment, um, you'll know that ahead of time. And to a seller, if you're a seller and somebody has a pre-approval, not a pre-qualification, and as a seller, I'm yeah, as a seller, you always want to ask that question. Do you have a pre-approval? We have a break. Yeah, sellers we'll sellers want to that. know they can close and move on, right? That's that's important to them. So Right. And sellers will know that the bank is willing to lend them that much money. So they don't have to worry about credit that's already been done and taken out of the way. We'll be right back and we'll continue talking about the benefits of that, of having a pre-approval for the seller and the buyer. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. From the studio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.